Hey, I'm Maggie. I'm Pam. And I'm Laura. And you're listening to the Capsule Kitchen Podcast from Planetarian Life. Each week, we meet here to talk about our passion for food and our concerns for the earth and discuss how we can align our hopes for the future while eating well effortlessly. Two cans. Two cans. Thought this was Planetarian. <laughs> <laughs> You look so tickled. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, um, Maggie's still laughing toucan. about her toucan joke. <laughs> Are you crying? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> All right. So this week we are talking about the vat of tomato sauce, which is a base on the capsule kitchen. And I thought this was a good place to start because I think it's one of the one of the things I make most often, um, almost every week, because my whole family loves it. And I thought we would make it and talk about it and ways to use it. And I know that you're passionate about this one, Mom, too. So Nobody makes more vats of tomato sauce than me. And <laughs> primarily because of the pizza oven, you know, I'm making pizza all the time. We have a outdoor kitchen with a wood-fired pizza oven. And of course I need tomato sauce all the time. Um, and, and it just comes in handy so often because of that walking in the kitchen and not knowing what to cook. And if there is a quart of tomato sauce in your refrigerator, dinner is always possible. Up. And it tastes so much better than the jarred stuff. There's always that kind of aftertaste with with jarred sauce. And I, also, I often find it too sweet or it has herbs already mixed in, which give it a really strong flavor. We offer two different tomato sauces in the capsule kitchen. One is garlic base and one is with onions and carrots and celery. And mom, you're actually going to make both of these today with us. And... Right. Right. Talk through the different ways, the many, many different ways that you can use a yeah. vat of tomato sauce. And you're going to help me talk through the many ways we can use tomato sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the, the other thing I don't like about the jarred stuff, too, is that a lot of them, even the ones that are good, they're very thin. Yeah. And the thing I really hate is that they're so crazy expensive. They are expensive. I was going to say, that's why I hate it, because it's like seven or eight dollars a jar and i'm like it is. that doesn't make any sense to me you can pay yeah. four dollars if they allow you to put two cups of sugar in it but you know yeah but the good stuff the expensive stuff uh the good stuff is expensive and i think there's a there's a common misconception that it's hard to make sauce one of my son's friend's fathers said i just i don't know how to make tomato sauce and i i said gosh it's like it's so easy just a little olive oil well, garlic, your tomato, if you have a little red wine sitting around, you can put that in, some salt, some pepper. The magic really comes in the re- reduction of the sauce. It reduces down in those flavors, the tomato flavor, the garlic flavor, the olive oil all kind of marry up and it intensifies. Yeah. It doesn't take long. You know, I think the misconception comes, uh, you know, sort of this Italian grandmother sauce that simmers for four hours. And if there's some special magic that goes into the pot, love, I'm sure, is one of them. But anyway, the reason those take so long is because there's meat in them. 
And yeah. the, the meat has to get tender. Whereas what you really want to do is preserve the freshness of the tomatoes. I mean, you want it to marry with the garlic and the, the celery, carrots, and onions, whichever one you're making. But for the most part, it don't, it don't take long. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I definitely had the belief that it was like the bolognese style sauce where you're told, you know, you have to cook this and then take it out and then cook this and then take it out and then put it all in and let it simmer for at least four hours. And it's yep. like, okay, well, who wants to do that? I'll just dump a jar. <laughs> but it's not only like, is it fast? Your recipe makes, is it three quarts, four quarts? Well, it depends. The, the garlic obviously doesn't have the bulk of the celery, carrots, and onions. So you get a generous three quarts of tomato sauce this way with the garlic but with the celery carrots and onions you get four quarts plus so you get four quarts so it's like it's so easy to like make and then it's super easy to freeze and you have all your recipes based on a quart so it's like if you want to make this soup you just pull one of the quarts out of the freezer i mean my favorite thing to do with it is i i love grilled cheese tomato soup it's like that's one of my comfort foods yes and it's you just take it out of the freezer and add a can of coconut milk and it's done. Like you don't, I don't even need the recipe. Like there's it's so simple. Yeah, so true. Well, I'm gonna start with the garlic one because that's the one I actually make the most. But I think they that both of these tomato sauces have real value, and and serve different purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to whir, w h i r, r. I just want to. Um, uh, the garlic in the food processor, I used peeled, already peeled garlic. Can't stand the, the stuff that's already been minced and sitting in some kind of jus or oil or whatever. But I love peeled garlic because that's a real pain to have to peel 12 cloves of garlic. So, mm-hmm. and I use the food processor to, I don't use the food processor for carrot, celery, and onions. It, the onions get a nasty taste, but the garlic <laughs> doesn't. So I just start by worrying uh, the garlic in the food processor, 12 cloves. Can you imagine having to chop all this by hand? Done. I'm going to scrape out the garlic. And I, now garlic, I like to start my garlic in cold oil and bring huh. the, bring the two up together up to temperature because I don't know, it's easy to kind of turn on your, your oil and forget about it. And then the garlic goes in and then it burns. It's too hot and then yep. it burns. Yep. 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 So I, I start the garlic cold uh, with the uh, garlic cold and obviously the oil cold and then turn on the burner. I'm going to put a pinch of pepper flakes in there. That's sort of a little subtle, just wake up your mouth kind of heat, not anything dramatic. And obviously if you have kids and they don't like heat, you can just leave the garlic or the, uh, the red pepper flakes out. So... Now, this is just going to um, come to temperature, and when it starts to sizzle, then I add the tomatoes. Now, the tomatoes, the great thing about the tomatoes, I used to use, actually, Maggie, when Dashwell was young, he and I used to put our hands in the tomatoes and squish them together, and it was a fun thing to do with children, just to let them put their hands in the tomatoes and squish them and get, get all messy and... Um, but, uh, when they're not children, young children around who want to do that, I just pour the tomatoes in the food processor, two cans at a time. So I'm using four cans of 28 ounce cans of tomato sauce and, um, it's great. It just kind of rinses out the, 
the garlic. So if you don't get all the garlic out of the food processor, uh, the tomatoes, the tomato sauce will, or tomatoes will certainly do that. Well, so that's it. That's all you have to do. So the, the big thing we need to talk about here is the kind of tomatoes you should use. And there are definitely different quality, uh, qualities of tomatoes. Uh, I say tomatoes are like chicken and eggs. Even the good stuff is relatively inexpensive. So buy the San Marzano tomatoes. Um, they sell them at grocery stores. Uh, I, we buy them, of course, at Costco. They sell a, a three-pack for $9.99. Wow. Uh, I, wish you, I wish we had smell-o-vision going here because uh, the garlic is definitely... Uh, Getting potent. Yeah, it's good. I uh, we actually just got back from vacation last night, and I walked into the house, and of course the fridge was mostly empty, and everyone was hungry and craving something warm and nourishing that just tastes of home. And you know, I had I had my t- canned tomatoes, I had some garlic, I had some olive oil and pasta, and it just was so nice to come into kind of a a cold empty home and within a few minutes I it smelled like people live here people cook here people eat here and my kids just inhaled their supper and so did Andy and I and it was so easy because I it just takes just a few minutes to kind of pulse or were as you say um, the garlic get the olive oil warm get your cans opened and you know, with and then I was able to go about my business of you know un, unpacking our bags and getting laundry going and you know just getting ready for the week and it was just so nice that within a few minutes this dinner was going and now we you know we used a quart last night and now I have some in the fridge I have some in the freezer and I not only was able to make us this amazing meal last night that we all just were craving but I've set myself up for the week to have even more even more delicious meals at our fingertips. That's amazing. That's really true. So true. So I've got my two, first two cans going into my sizzling garlic and pepper flakes. There it goes. And now I have two more cans to pulse. Okay, here go the other two. So we're waiting for this to cook down for a little while. Yeah. There are, um, on, on the site, uh, in the bases category, you'll see the recipe for the uh, vat of tomato sauce. And there are four different meals that you can cook from it. A quick bean and corn vegetarian chili. My personal favorite, the coconut curry with chickpeas and spinach. Laura's favorite, the creamy homemade tomato soup. And then there's just a simple pasta y fajol. Um, so that's, those are four meals. So it's not just like having tomato sauce that you can mix with pasta or put over polenta or something like that, but you've got these totally different meals that you can make from this one, from this one base. Um, so you're eating something cause that's the problem with, with batch cooking. We always say it's like, okay, so you make this giant lasagna and then by day two, everyone's sick of lasagna or, or whatever it is that you've made. Whereas putting in this cook time to make something really simple gives you what we call a jump start on on completely different meals. And of course, we could do a whole episode just on ways that you can different creative ways that you can use tomato sauce that aren't just being 
mixed with pasta. So true. So true. Um, so this one, we're just going to bring it up to a simmer. And I, I don't really time it. I just, sometimes I let it go 20 minutes once it comes to the simmer. Sometimes it goes 30. And then the other thing, I don't know, do you do this, Maggie? I usually add a can of tomato paste at the end. Um, I think it, uh, it, I like the way it kind of subtly gives the sauce body. And especially for the garlic one, I think it adds a little sweetness. You get the sweetness automatically when you make the celery, carrot, and the onion because the onions are sweet and the carrots are sweet. And that gives natural sweetness to the sauce. I really don't like adding sugar. Um, but the tomato sauce um, benefits, I think, not only in terms of texture but flavor with the can of tomato paste. So then the next one we're going to do is just um, celery, carrots, and onions. Two, two celery stalks, two, two carrots, and two onions diced. In this, I put in the hot oil because I'm sautéing. So, you hear that? Yeah, that's a good sound. Yeah. So, now this, we just sauté until it the celery, carrots, and onions get tender. That's usually five minutes because it's a pretty good quantity of celery, carrots, and onions. Man, your house is going to be smelling so good right about now. The other nice thing about having these sauces on hand is that, you know, you don't just, you can have just plain sort of tomato sauce or marinara, you might call it, um, on hand. But then oftentimes I will, you know, depending on who's eating it, I'll add you know, some sauteed mushrooms that need using up or some car caramelized onions in there or some Kalamata olives. You know, there's just, there's no shortage of ways. I'm, sometimes I even mix in a little pesto if I have a little bottom of the jar of pesto that needs to be used up. It's just, I wouldn't say it's a blank canvas, but it's certainly, you know, a great way to use up anything that, you know, sometimes I have uh, some bell, half a bell pepper or, you know, just a good way to get, to get extra flavor and nutrition and texture into the sauce that's that's more than just tomato sauce. So I, I always have this sauce in the freezer and I'm not as dedicated to having my freezer packed as you guys are, but <laughs> I definitely always have, there's like a, the bottom shelf of the freezer and the door. I've got my four quarts pretty much always and I use it often for like tomato soup and then I use it for pizza sauce just regular pasta sauce. Like sometimes I'll throw in, you guys have those tofu meatballs that are so good. Oh yes, the, that's a formula. On, that's a formula on the website. Yep. Yeah, the, the classic Italian um, meatballs with just like straight up sauce. And I'll usually like, I'll make the sauce. And then if I'm making pasta, I'll throw in some chopped basil. Or if I'm, you know, making pizza, I'll add some oregano when I thaw it out. Um, and then I use it for soup, so I make a lot of soup. I use it for the base for any kind of tomato-ish soup that I'm making. I just skip whatever part of whatever recipe and throw that in because it's already made and done and tastes good. And if and if you do have, you know, big meat eaters in your house or your kid, you know, my kids still eat meat on occasion. I think it's good to take, you know, if you have like one or two sausages, just a little bit of meat can flavor an entire 
uh, quart of sauce. And so instead of, you know, starting like a lot of these kind of bolognese or kind of meat sauce recipes will start with like a pound of meat. You don't need a pound of meat to really give nice flavor to a sauce. So if you, if, if you, if that's where you are on your planetarian journey that, you know, you still have meat in the house, still have people, your kids like it, you know, there's other ways, um, to reduce your, your meat consumption other than just, you know, eliminating it altogether. And, it was really interesting to learn that um, that's originally how meat was used. You know, it wasn't sort of a meat and three. It was meat was used as a flavoring uh, to dishes. Uh, certainly indigenous indigenous people, they would use small amounts of meat to flavor large quantities of food for people. Um, and obviously we've moved very far away from that these days. Um, but that's another way that you can start slowly shifting is just using meat as flavoring as opposed to the main the main event. Well, before refrigeration, there was no way. I mean, you, you either had to cure it or salt it or to preserve meat. There was no way to have meat, you know, every single day unless you went out and shot it and, you know, ate it right on the spot because there was no place to keep it cold. Um, yeah. Actually, one of our kind of first swaps in our house because we definitely still have meat um less and less as we go along but we definitely still do was trying to get rid of red meat because that's kind of the number one health culprit and also you know the methane from cows as maggie has posted about um that's that's one of the major major problems so just eliminating red meat can make a big difference and you know, we found switching from ground beef to ground turkey. Mm-hmm. People thought it was going to be dry. I mean, my parents were like, no one wants a turkey burger. And they were like, oh, oh yeah, no, this is great. This is fine. Like turkey bolognese. <laughs> Sometimes I'll buy um, a pound of ground turkey and I'll make turkey meatball soup and turkey chili. I mean, one pound can make like five kinds of soup and we'll make ground turkey bolognese. Um, or I'll make cauliflower bolognese, which we haven't posted yet, but we will. Um, and I'll do half cauliflower, half turkey. You know, it, it's one step. So if you don't want to get rid of meat or you're not there yet, you know, there's there's all the steps along the way. Mm-hmm. How are things looking on your end over there, Mom? So now both of our sauces are, are definitely stove top cooking. And... Obviously, there's a lot of good stuff still left in these cans. Now, obviously, you want to rinse these cans out with something. I often use red wine. When I'm making this sauce specifically for pizza, I tend to like it clean, fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that case, I'll usually just rinse out the cans with a little bit of water. and. Just I usually just use, I just use water. Yeah. There's not usually leftover red wine in my house. <laughs> 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 I, I hear you on that front. I did happen to have a little bit left over from last night, but so I am going to add, I'm just rinsing out my cans. So you just put a little bit of red wine in one and slosh around and then dump it in the next and just kind yeah, of keep the dribbles going until you put it in the pot. Mm-hmm. Musical cans. Yep. So anyway, that's it. We just uh, simmer these uh, for a while longer and then I'll usually drop in my tomato paste at the very end, and then I wait till the end and salt and pepper it too. Why do you wait until the end to add the tomato paste? 
Uh, I just kind of like to see the texture of it, and I like to watch it kind of thicken up with this last bit of tomato paste. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I could add it a little, probably. One thing. One thing is clear. It's not. This is not a science. It's a. It's an art, and it's like not fine art. It's finger painting. It's just you know some oil. You know, some garlic or some celery, carrots, onion, some tomatoes, wine or water or tomato paste or not. I was going to say, I've tested every recipe on the site and I always tell Maggie I do them about 10% to 25% wrong and they all still turn out. <laughs> <laughs> I always do something out of order or I'm like, this is close enough or I don't have the right ingredient. They're just, they're easy enough that you can mess it up and it's still just good food. And the fact is... It's sort of your your story last night, Maggie, of coming back from a little weekend vacation. And there's always, or there should always be, canned tomatoes, garlic, olive oil in your house. Mm -hmm. And well, that's part of the, that's, that's the whole capsule kitchen philosophy is, you know, it starts with having the right ingredients around. You don't need tons, but if you have a few key ingredients, you know, and you, you know, as people really start getting into the capsule kitchen, you'll know what your your bases are that you make a lot. You'll know what your formulas are that you make a lot or your essentials. You don't have to, you know, we have a, a page with, with a graphic that kind of outlines the ingredients we tend to keep on hand, but it, it certainly isn't have all of these things all the time. You'll get to creating your own capsule kitchen and know, I mean, I have in my back pocket always the the recipes that I can make in 10 minutes from the site, um, and even ones not on the site, you know, just things that I know. I can make this in 10 to 15 minutes and have dinner on the table because I have these ingredients in the pantry, fridge, freezer, and it sure makes life a lot easier. And honestly, like last night would have been one of those nights where I just came back exhausted, traveling with two kids, bags of laundry, easy enough to order takeout, right? Every, every reason, every right to, but I didn't have to. And that was, that was a gift to me and to my family. Um, that the, that the tomato sauce provides. And, you know, as I said before, I've also just given myself a jump start later this week on a few other meals. So I would really encourage you listeners to grab yourself some garlic and some tomato, canned tomatoes or celery, carrots, onions, and, and make a vat of tomato sauce and see how you use it. You may have other, you know, other kind of, recipes that you make with it or variations and I would I would love to hear what you all make anyway join us next week we will be talking about a formula we'll keep it a surprise which one but come back and do a deep dive with us on one of the formulas from the capsule kitchen thanks for coming bye, bye.